0: sleep Welcome back to an a new episode of TR Tuesdays. It's your host, your favorite scholar, Tiara, and I'm here with my lifelong co-host, Elizabeth. You want to say hi this week, Liz? Nope. Okay, no hi's this week. That's okay. All right, this week on Tiara Tuesdays, I feel obligated to say that I did have to rush through my last episode just because I was recording it with my baby for the first time, um, and it's just really hard. So, I'm doing the best that I can, y'all. Hopefully, this one will be better for you. Still to come on TR Tuesdays because I forgot to mention this last episode is that I'm going to have some compilations on some birth stories. In particular, I'd like to focus on C-section stories and you guys can listen for yourselves and see how that experience, that hospital experience can lead to an emergency C-section and how maybe having a home birth might be the better option for you. I'd also like to offer some tips on how to navigate parenting as a new mom myself. Um, I'd like to talk about the struggle with postpartum depression in both men and in women because I just learned that postpartum depression is prominent in men. I had no idea until I experienced it myself. Today on TR Tuesdays, I wanna discuss the recovery process and a little bit about the first three months, also a little bit about breastfeeding and how uh, that can alter the sleep cycle. A lot of people are pro-breastfeeding, but uh, come to find out myself, boy, does it drastically impact your sleep schedule. All right, as promised, gonna do some did you knows instead of today in black history so did you know it's important to start tummy time as soon as possible and for all you baby fathers out there who think like mine no tummy time is not placing the baby naked on your belly tummy time is placing the baby on the floor or a solid surface i put a blanket down because i have a german shepherd who sheds like crazy and i don't want my baby getting hair all in her mouth you know so that's tummy time. Skin to skin is what my baby father constantly confused with tummy time, and I think it's hilarious. Okay, because I received so much support during my break for TR Tuesdays, because I received my first payout from Anchor, and also I've just been receiving a lot more uh, views, I am going to bring back the commentary portion of TR Tuesdays. I'm going to also incorporate a Q&A, because I get so many questions as a new mom. So, y'all got the questions, I got the answers. First question. How are you able to undergo labor with no medication? Okay, y'all, I feel like society and even my own trifling mother has trained me to believe that you cannot give a baby without medication. That's actually false. You have to train your mind to be able to affirm the type of birthing experience that you want for you and your baby. Literally, as the time was ticking down, people were like, You're really going to go through with this? Like, you're really going to have a baby without any medication? Yes, I am. I've been through two car accidents. My second one, they didn't even give me any medication because there was an opioid crisis here in Vegas. I actually had to get some Vicodin for my grandma. Shh. Don't tell nobody. Um, So, yes, absolutely. uh, I was able to undergo labor without medication. Now, was it easy? No. No, it was not easy. It was very, very hard. Uh, I felt like it was downright impossible at some points. But as y'all know, my first book called The Impossible and actually how the word impossible has two words in it. I'm possible. You can do anything. So at points, yes, when I absolutely thought I couldn't bear the pain of contractions anymore. um, My midwife, my doula and my midwife's assistant They really kept me in the know, like really kept me centered. And that's important. It's important to have a good birthing team. And like I said, my baby didn't give a fuck about what my birthing plan was for her. Um, But I am glad to say that with the support of my midwife, that helps me also affirm and manifest The birthing experience that I had, which was everything that I prayed for. I mean, down to the no stitches, down to my baby didn't suffer, down to only being in active labor for six hours, total labor for eight hours. I manifested that. I visualized that. I saw that for myself, and I brought that into fruition. So you can, too. Home birth or no birth. You can have a baby without meds. It's society that tries to make us believe that we can't do the shit without being doped up. Yes, you can. Next question. Why did you name your baby Elizabeth Margot Blair? I think that as that's a really old school name this person says, okay. That's funny that you say that because oh, my baby father was so mad that I wanted to name my baby Elizabeth Margot. Now, he came around with Elizabeth, but it was the Margot for him. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I want to say it came out in, like, 92 or something. I had never seen this before, my man. There's a 12-year age gap between us. Um, this is his favorite movie of all time. In that movie, there's a scene where... Margot is talking to her husband. They come home from a party and Margot goes to her husband. Why is there all this water on the floor? And the husband goes, I don't know, Margot. I actually need to try to find that scene and play it for y'all on one of these episodes. My partner thinks that's hilarious. He's like, I'm constantly going to tell that to the baby. I don't know, Margot. Just a little fun story before the story. Y'all know me here on TR Tuesdays. Okay, but I named my baby Elizabeth Marco because I named her after two prominent women in my life. Elizabeth was the first social worker that I had that believed in me. Now, I had about seven social workers before Elizabeth, but she was the only one that saw potential in me. She saw what I didn't see For myself she saw that in me she took me to a side she immediately prayed with me she's also the first christian that i ever met that is a true christian i mean you know what i'm saying like y'all meet people that say like they're a christian but they be cussing or they only go to church on easter or they only go to church on christmas or they halfway follow the bible like no if you're a christian you're christian elizabeth she's a real christian she actually goes by lisa but her you know name that her mom gave her is Elizabeth. So I took that and was like, I'm going to name my baby Elizabeth. Without Elizabeth, I literally wouldn't be who I am today. I thought I was going to fit him. She was like, no. How are you going to get to LA? How are you going to go to fashion school? How are you going to have money to go? She saw past what I didn't see. She enrolled me in the best community college in my area. It was actually a two-hour public transportation ride from where I currently live, two hours each way. That's four hours a day on public transportation to go to the best community college near me. She signed me up, made my schedule, told me that this is where I was going when I told her it wasn't gonna work out for me to go to FIDM. She just has always been there for me, even to this day. Like, I could need $100, I know I could call Elizabeth. Like, she got me. I could go live with her, me and my baby. Like, this is like the mom that I always had. Now Margot actually came first. And I actually always thought that I would name my baby Margot. But the difference is, is that when I started stripping, Elizabeth continued to fuck with me. Margot had judgment. Margot, for some of y'all who are uh been with me since Alameda, Margot was Miss Red. That's her first name. Margot Red. She was the ninth and twelfth grade English teacher at Alameda High School. Um, when I was in high school. She was fundamental to me becoming a writer at this point in my life. She was fundamental to me learning poetry, to me reading, to me analyzing. Um, She really helped emoted me into the scholar that I am today. She would take me to the museum once a week, um, sometimes just only once a month in San Francisco to the different exhibits or in Alameda. Like she just would always try to change me culturally I really appreciated that. Uh, We'd have lunch every Wednesday. She'd bring sandwiches. Once I finally, um, and I got my GED, but once I, I'll say separated, I guess, from Alameda, we stayed in touch. And I even would go to her house in San Francisco because that's where she lived. She had a studio she was renting out to a couple. I was like, no, let me live in this studio. She was like, no. Oh, you want to talk to the people, girl? Do you feel ignored? Um, she was like, No, you know how much money I would lose? Uh, I always rent this out to couples until they have a baby and then they move. That's Margot. So, Elizabeth, Margot, and obviously Blair, that's my uh, partner. I'm like, That's the name that you get because I let him have no, uh, uh, I didn't let him involve him in the decision making process that was for Elizabeth, Margot. Because I'm like, You get the last name. Like, what the hell? Like, that's what you get. Uh, anyways, somebody else commented. Elizabeth was really quiet, y'all. See, she ain't quiet today. Is she normally a chill baby, or was she sleep? No, no, she was not sleep. No, she is not normally a chill baby. She is a pain in my ass. She is a cry baby like me. Such a cry baby, my cry baby. They called me holla holla. My grandma, my mom, my godmom, my sister constantly reminds me. Even my brother. He called her Holla Holla Jr. Why she crying? Like, she a crybaby. I don't know, that's just normally what it is. I just think that like you get what you were to your parents. So I was a crybaby to mine, and now I got a crybaby in return. At least the birthing experience was easy, I will say. So, someone says, you don't ever want to have another kid? No, no. Feel me when I say no. No, I do not want to have another kid for so many reasons. Listen, for one, I had a horrible pregnancy up until I found my midwife. And even that was stressful because she obviously didn't take Medicaid and I had to pay her out of pocket. Just paid her off actually a few weeks ago. Um if even a few weeks ago, maybe just like a couple weeks ago. Very expensive. I would not have another kid uh, because of my whole experience with being pregnant, number one. Number two, I feel like when people have multiple kids, often it's because, oh, people tell me, you're not gonna have another kid? Well, your baby's gonna be lonely. Who is your baby gonna play with? She can play with me. I got tons of godchildren. Like, uh, no, I'm not going to have another kid so my baby can have a buddy. That's what friends are for. When people be having multiple kids, I feel like you got to really take into account. For me, I own a business. I'm a writer. I podcast. I'm a full-time mom. I'm a housewife. I strip steal sometimes. I mean, I'm a jack-of-all-trades. So I don't have time to deal with another kid. I basically feel like a single mom because my partner works so much. So why would I have two kids? And then I'm really never going to see my partner because he works so much now. Just think about how much more he'd work if we had two children. Now, of course, he wants to have another kid. He was telling me the other night, let me put a baby in you. No, I will be talking to you guys about sex after pregnancy. But just a little tidbit here. And y'all know I'm always TMI, but TR Tuesdays this is what it is. We literally had sex for the third time the other day. And he was like, you don't look like you're enjoying it. And I was like, I'm not. All I'm thinking about is another positive pregnancy test and how I don't want to have another baby and how I hope I catch it in time so I can take the kill pill because I don't want to go through like an actual abortion um, where they have to put you to sleep and take the baby out or whatever that entails. I don't even know. I don't even want to go through it. He was like, oh, my God fine we can just stop like yeah condom let's use a condom and i know people are like why don't you get back on birth control it's in the process y'all i'm i am trying to find an OBGYN because i see my midwife now uh for aftercare and she obviously cannot prescribe medication so i'm trying to find a adequate OBGYN. y'all know what hell that was for me the last time i tried to do that okay When I come back, I'm going to talk to y'all all all about my water breaking because somebody asked me, did your water break? I don't recall you um, mentioning that in last week's episode. And I was like, actually, my water did break. I forgot to mention it. Like, you know how it is. Anyways, we will be right back after this. Be jacking and scamming and dressing up like Danny Phantom. Niggas be bitches and closing the door when they in. but I find a way in like I'm Santa. He not a OG, man. That boy a OG was done in the street. Bustin' stay in the street. Yeah, I used to hit and go fuck Dominique. Yeah, Booster Bay messy, but she keepin' me. This a Benji and Louis. Who would think we was po on the floor the Peter and Stewart? What around time when them niggas get down. But we broke a pound, we was saving up duties. I used to feel stuck out of luck with a hole in my truck, selling ground, tryna give me a beauty. No one around, I felt just like a crown looking down at the Okay, so definitely my water broke. Welcome back to Tiara Tuesdays. It's your girl Tiara. If you're just tuning in, your favorite scholar just going over these Q and A's and these commentaries before I get into the first three months of what being a mom is like for me, and uh, that's why the title was "Will I Ever Sleep Again?" Will you? You'll find out. So actually, my water did break. This is the point my water broke. So. My mucus plug, I told y'all, had, came out first, which was the indicator that birth was near for me. Fast forward to when the midwife told me to get into the pool and she told me to push like I was pooping and I'm like, nothing's happening. But then two mucus plugs came out and then she told me to get out because for me, the baby wasn't coming out fast enough in that pool. I'm sweating. I was ready for the whole experience to be over. And she was like, oh, let's get you on the yoga mat and try something different. Right as my man took me out of the pool and placed me onto the yoga mat, my water broke. Like burst. It just felt like a poop, like a pop. And I was like, Oh, my water broke. And she was like, We're having a baby. It's coming. Like, all right, I'm gonna need you to lay down. And then that's when I tried to lay down on the yoga mat. It didn't work. She was like, You wanna squat? And y'all know the rest. So yes, my water did break. All right, getting into some funny comments I had. Somebody said, girl, that sounded like coochie hell. Just imagine a year without women having babies, what it would be like for us to take our coochies back. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I've been telling everybody about that. Coochie hell. It was coochie hell for sure. Thank God for my coochie. It didn't rip or tear. Honestly, listener, the first pee after you give birth, that's coochie hell. I told y'all, it's like pissing razor blades. It was so bad, y'all, like TMI. I literally held in my poop for three days because I was like, if the first pee hurt, I don't even want to know what the first poop feel like. I pooped three days later. It didn't even hurt, but I was scared. (laughs) All right, I had somebody else say, you are a natural-born storyteller. This was my favorite episode yet. I thought that was so funny. Um... Because yes, I am a natural born storyteller and I just thought it was funny because like everybody always be like, oh my God, you're so great. at telling stories like you're so funny. I just can't wait for y'all to read my first book, second book, third book, because if y'all think I'm funny now, if you think I'm a natural born storyteller now, just you wait. Somebody else said another mom. I laughed when you said contractions felt like you were close to death because fuck yeah, they do fuck yeah they do fucking a as my sister would say fucking b (laughs) all right when we come back i will tell you all about the recovery process um and a little bit like i said about the first three months uh breastfeeding and more yes elizabeth girl you're my best friend i love you so much my broke best friend as i like to say on my little social medias all right welcome back to tiara tuesdays you all already know it's your girl tiara i'm so happy to have y'all listening with me i'm so happy that y'all are so engaged in this whole mom experience because i got so much to say about it oh my god all right so a lot of people wanted to know about the recovery process so Me and my partner had already planned, we have a king-size bed. So, after the midwives, because they were exceptional, or the midwives, the midwife, the duo and her assistant, after they cleaned up, because they cleaned up, you know, took the pool out, the water, etc., all the blood, uh, the bloody blankets, the bloody pillow, the bloody uh, towels. They took all that, cleaned all that up. After they did all that, I had my man bring down our mattress king mattress and then I literally slept on that downstairs for a week now I would say after about three or four days I was able to make it up the stairs because I have up and down stairs um but I like I had to hold the rail like it wasn't like you know the most my energy seemed to just leave my body at this time like I'm living back that first two three days you're just so exhausted like and then it hurts so bad like to pee that you're like, oh my god, I have to shower, like, wait till water gets on there. But that's why you do the peri bottle when you pee. Oh, it's it's the recovery process, it sucks. Anyway, having my bed downstairs so I didn't have to go upstairs. Uh, and like only when I had to, um, shower pretty much. And then I had my partner carry me like the first couple times. Cause literally couldn't even make it up the bed. Just baby wipes. Oh, it was hard. Um, you have no energy. So like, luckily I had my sister there literally for the first couple days, uh, to cook for me. And then she made me some meatloaf, like right before she left. So I could have food. Cause you don't have the energy to stand. My partner can't cook. I sent him to the store, y'all. I sent him to the store to get some groceries. He didn't bring back no meat. He came back with just all snacks. Like, the healthiest thing he probably brought back was these breakfast smoothies that I love to drink, which have nine grams of protein in them. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I didn't really, like, look too much into, like, breastfeeding versus formula before I made my decision. I just knew that I was going to breastfeed with her because, like, obviously, I've taken some child development classes, uh, getting my two degrees in in psychology. Psychology and child development, rather. And, yes, you do have a better bond. It's healthier for the baby if you breastfeed. What nobody tells you, though... That when you breastfeed, literally the baby is sucking every ounce of energy out of you. Any energy you have left, taking it. Any nutrients you need, taking it for herself. So you feel so depleted, honestly, breastfeeding for me. I like I mean I'm still breastfeeding right now and trying to wean her off, but like literally just sucks the energy out of me. I was 115, always been thin my whole life. Yes, healthy. I eat a lot, still 115. I was 115 before my baby was born. I gained up to about 136, I want to say. Dropped the belly like immediately after she came out. Belly gone, like flat. Uh, It was still really dark though. Like, And I want to say that darkness lasted like uh, two months. I used a lot of cocoa butter. So being 115 before I was pregnant and then only making it up to 136, I'm thinking like, okay, like, I'm just going to be like, you know, 136 for some time. No, I lost even more weight. Like, I think I was like up to about 103 pounds before I was like, I don't know if I can breastfeed anymore. Like, literally she's sucking everything out of me my man's like i can like start to see your hip bone like just even skinnier and this was something like i didn't know was possible like i didn't even know you could get even skinnier while breastfeeding so then i started taking um some insure high protein shakes and then they have 16 grams of protein in them so then i drink those on top of the breakfast smoothies that i drink with nine grams thank God I'll say I'm back to 117. Because I was like, I don't want to look like a crackhead now. Like, oh my God, you know, like I want to breastfeed for my baby, but I also want to be healthy for myself. The first time I put that titty in her mouth, I was so numb to the pain of giving birth that I didn't feel the real pain of breastfeeding. And it's not like her sucking on the actual titty hurts. I mean, it does at first, you get used to it, but it's You, When you're breastfeeding, you literally feel your uterus contracting back. Oh, the pain. It's like having a contraction all over again. Oh, my God, guys. It's just so painful. So that lasts for at least three weeks to a month where you're just every time you're breastfeeding, you literally feel your uterus contracting back. Then it's the latching. My baby latched immediately, but you feel that. Like that's sucking, like you know, and it hurts, like it hurts. I'd breastfeed, I was doing uh therapy phone sessions, and my therapist would be like, "What's that noise? girl, my baby's sucking the life out of me like that's what that noise is, so it's really hard, uh breastfeeding, but you know, like like I said, they say like the nutrients in breast milk uh they're way better for the baby than in formula, and it's not to say like. 'Cause there's a lot of moms that aren't able to produce. It's not to say that, you know, formula babies like aren't as healthy or anything. It's just to say that with formula babies, they are more susceptible to like infections or hospital visits versus a baby that's been breastfed, they like have a stronger immune system because they're literally feeding off of the mama. Like so they're taking all those nutrients to help their brain develop, their nervous system develop, their motor skills, their muscles, all that is good for them. But it can be really hard on the mama. I was an overproducer when I first start breast milk because our uh, breast milk when I first start breastfeeding because Amazon had me fucked up. They had my breast pump back ordered and then Wick for women infants um in care and need, they was like, "Oh, you can only get a hand pump." Like, it's 2021 when I have my baby. I'm not, hand this is not the 1600s, like I'm not using a hand pump, so anyway, as the result, my boobs became engorged, they literally look so fake, like, oh my god, like these don't even look like my own, oh my god, it was, it was, it was terrible, I might even use that pic for, uh, for the image for this episode, still deciding, but yeah, it was really hard, so once I started to pup and my baby, you know, like she fed cause she's, she was also a preemie. She came out five pounds, nine ounces. So she was like eating so much. And my midwife's like, yeah, every time she wants to eat, you got to feed her. So I'm like, oh my God, like it hurts though. Like it hurts to feed her. Like, you know, it, cause it literally, you feel it contracting in the uterus. Anyways, I don't want to discourage you moms from breastfeeding. It is really the healthier option for your baby, but it can be hard. Because it's been so hard for me, at three months, I started supplementing with formula. I started her on first food starts because people have this misconception that you got to wait till the baby six months to start them on food. No, you do not. They have stage one food. And it says four months on the packet. I started her at three months. I go, she going to be okay. Mama's intuition, she fine. Um, But yeah, she's gaining weight good. Uh, obviously, she's sucking the life out of me. So, of course, she's gaining weight good, guys. Uh, she's really long just took her to the midwife she was 26 inches long was 19 inches when she came out now she's 26 inches she is currently four months but I just want to walk you through what I didn't know because I'm like why didn't nobody tell me this or why didn't nobody tell me that that's why I want to let y'all know because it's been hard that first three months it can be really hard on you and your partner you feel like you're so sleep deprived. Like, will I ever sleep again? Because the baby wakes up every two hours to feed. Literally, my baby was backwards. I don't know if it had something to do with the fact that she was born at almost uh, six a.m. or what, but she was like sleeping all day and then staying up all night. So you know, it's that whole struggle with trying to change her sleep schedule. And people are trying. To, so you can't change a newborn sleep schedule. Shit. My sister came out here and changed her sleep schedule, but that's another, that's another story for another date. Um, that first three months can be very trying on you and your partner. I literally lost my even like, why did I even fall in love with this guy? Why am I with this guy? I feel so unsupported as a mom. I feel like a single mom, which I stated to you guys earlier because my partner works all day and then he's come home and he's tired from work. Well, hell, I'm tired with this baby who like is up all night and then she feeds every two hours and then the first month because she was a preemie, guys, no lie, she was feeding every hour on the hour and my midwife's like, yeah, like, you know, she has to get her weight up and her weight continued to rise and my midwife was like, normally, you know, babies like they lose a little bit of weight at first. Um, But your baby, like, she's good. Like, she's continuing to gain weight. I'm like, because she's sucking the life out of me. Like, oh, my God, literally. Um, So it can just be very challenging. I actually recently met this guy. He does music, and I plan to – he's a father as well. And I actually plan to uh, collaborate with him and get him on a podcast for my male listeners so y'all can also get the male perspective. Because, like, literally, I'm such a kindred spirit. I meet other kindred spirits, and it was just a reason why we met. He was like, literally, when you're a parent, a new parent at that, that you literally lose your sense of self. Like, you forget, like, you know, that, oh, like, I am pretty, like, or, oh, I can take some time for me, like, for myself, you know? You really kind of lose yourself. So does your partner. You can get lost in the struggle of being a new parent, And he was like, dude, you got to remember, like, why I fell in love with this person. We loved each other so much that we made a baby, like, because we felt like we had extra love to give. That was really beautiful for me and, like, really helped me. And this was just a couple days ago. Really helped me to look at my partner differently. Like, you know what? We need to start fighting the world and not each other. Yeah, we're both not understanding because, yeah, you're physically working all day. Because my biggest, literally the biggest insult... Fathers, the biggest insult you could ever tell your baby mama is if you don't feel like your baby mama like goes out to physically work a nine to five, say she don't do that. But say you tell her you don't even work. Literally could just chop you in your trachea, baby father, because I'm sorry. Not only am I a full time mother, that's a job in itself for moms, for you moms that are only full time moms, like you just stay at home. That's a job. Don't let these motherfuckers try to convince you otherwise. And for people like me, who not only are a full-time mom, but I am an entrepreneur and a housewife, it's really hard. So it's like you get three jobs and you're only getting paid for being a business owner, basically. Like, just start getting paid for being a podcaster. Of course, I'm not getting paid for being a writer yet. So you're so insulted when... Your partner tells you, you don't even work. I'm out working all day. You're here with the baby. You know, you should just be, like, relaxed. You have it easy. You be like, I will slap you. Like, what? Like, because, no, that's not what's happening. Anyways, guys, that's the first three months for you. I don't want to discourage y'all from having a kid. Um, but it is very hard. Like I said, mom brain, sure, I missed some stuff. Feel free to hit me up with the questions. I got, y'all got the questions. I got all the answers for you. All right. I'm going to be right back on TR Tuesdays with my affirmations. Also, um, I have a new idea for my business problem solved. So I want to talk to you guys about that right after this. I was, it's giving bad bitch Never ever play me like I'm average Never bring a nigga over where I lay my head Lady in the streets, put a freak hole in the bed Don't make me say it twice, bitch, I said what I said Two things I don't need, that's a nigga Cause you know I got the choice She stay on her grind and she pull up and ain't loose Working nine to five and she trying to finish school I bring the table to the table Nigga, why would I need you to fuck? It's giving balls, bitch Yes, I felt that in my soul I bring the table to the table Why? Why would I need you? Period Y'all back on TR Tuesdays It's your girl TR, your favorite scholar So excited to have y'all all back here with me listening um all right so of course my weekly love because i think i forgot this last time weekly love i told y'all once that i heard on the radio they do this thing called daily hate and i think it's so negative negative. and you call it on the radio and tell them who you're hating on no y'all hit me up on my dm on instagram trl christopher tell me who you're loving on this week i'm loving on my baby girl elizabeth for obvious reasons of course i love her that's my baby okay So, I want to tell you guys about this new idea I have for expanding my business Problem solved. What I've found as a mother who has a man is that when you seek resources, because everybody hits points of struggling, when you seek resources, uh, it seems like, for me at least, in the state of Nevada, that I can only find resources for single moms. Like, I can't find resources if... My man is like in my daughter's life and we're together in a happy home. Seems like you got to be struggling, about to kill yourself, have no food for your baby in the state of Nevada, at least to get some resources. Now, I did find some other like um, mothers who are doing something similar to what I want to do, but not exactly. So problem solved. We've helped two families so far. And we want to continue to help families on a quarterly basis by donating diapers, wipes, used or new clothes. um, Pretty much to like families that are in the most need. We've helped two families. um, And it really touched my heart. The first family, she had three boys, was having her first girl uh, this June. Had only boys stuff. No girls stuff i have literally i'm so resourceful even having no resources here in nevada like still resourceful and i don't discriminate against hand-me-downs i don't feel like i'm too good for none of that um anyway though i had my therapist she has niece literally donated some brand new stuff stuff wasn't even worn yet or worn once you could tell Oshkosh, carter all that uh unfortunately she donated to me when my baby was three months and it was stuff For newborn, preemie, um, and zero to three babies. But my daughter is really long. So she's already on six to nine months stuff. So I'm like, you know, I had so many women. And then also my best friend, how can I forget? My best friend, her dad had a baby. And he gave me three brand new swings. Game changers. Because I'm a new mom. I didn't know that swings were game changers. Game changers. So I've been the recipient of so many... Good hand-me-downs, of course. I'm like, I'm gonna give back. So I go on Facebook Marketplace, put the stuff on there. Not even 23 minutes later, this lady hits me up, like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, she's like me, puts her whole heart out there. Like, I'm having my fourth child. It's a struggle. Me and my man on our own business, but you know, like, we like we got four kids basically. Like, the fourth one's on the way, and we need help. I really like what you're giving. I was like, girl, it's yours. Mind you, normally I would do like a first come first serve basis. She was like probably like the twelfth mom that responded to my post. However, like all the other moms was like, "Oh, is it still free?" Because I think that's the generic like message. It tries to tell you to respond, but no. God told her like, "No, tell her about your story, and she' gonna respect it." Yes. I got a story. Everybody got a story. I respect anybody's story. Oh, my God. I said, girl, this is yours. This is for you. When I seen her name amongst the other 12 moms, her name just like bold, like just kind of like jumped off of the screen. Like it was it was God. It was for her. Second family. We helped a mom having a boy this time. Only she has um, her nephew custody of her nephew. He's in ICU. Um. And, you know, she's really struggling. She also has kids of her own. I'm like, oh, my God, that's terrible that you're going through that. Like, yes, girl, please come get this stuff. So then I'm like, you know what? Problem solved. Like, we can help a family quarterly. Like, you know, so far, it's been, like, uh, my baby's four months. Every two months, I've been, like, donating stuff. Because I ain't having no more kids. And I'm like, this stuff is not about to just collect in my garage. Like, it can go. Like, and there are families that need it. And sure as shit, like, there are families that need it. So... If y'all know anybody that needs help in Las Vegas, Clark County, be sure to tell them Problem Solved is donating to families quarterly. Um, We actually have our third family lined up, a mother named Brittany. Um, But, you know, hit me up, though, because there are going to be, like, other families down the line, and I would love to help you as a former foster youth. Parents helping parents. You don't got to be a single mama. Like, you can struggle with your man. Like, in a relationship, y'all can struggle Having a baby, like we all just coming from COVID here. Like, let's be clear, you know? So definitely tell people about that. Uh GM me, T R L Christopher, Facebook me, TR Blair, um, Yelp Me, Problem Solve, Las Vegas. Like, you already know I got you. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram as well. T R L Christopher, of course. Don't forget, I haven't had a comment. Since the beginning of this season on Apple, please, please go to Apple Podcasts, y'all. It's separate from the music app. You have to download the Apple Podcasts. Please comment on there. Please rate me on there five stars. Rate me on Spotify. Rate me on there too, y'all. Go to anchor.fm TR 92 to donate because y'all see I'm out here increasing the positivity. So make sure y'all help me out with that. All right, it's time to end the show with our weekly affirmations, with our weekly quotes. So we about to tap into this tranquil vibe. Quote of the week. You can use your brain to take you anywhere you want to go. Maya Angelou. Today's affirmations are specific to staying motivated. It's so easy to get discouraged in this life. This life can be so negative. We have to stay focused on our focus. Tap into our inner genius. We all have abilities and skills and talents within us that will take us places we can't even imagine. Like Maya Angelou said, we can use our brain to take us anywhere. Use your brain. Let's use our brain to take us to a place of motivation. I am highly motivated. I am focused. I am a genius. I am expanding in this life. I am bringing all that I have into the universe. I am positive. I believe in myself. I surround myself with people who see my vision. I am enlightened. I am aware. I have the power to change my story. I can do anything. I am a superhuman. I am a multi billionaire. I am wealthy. I am prominent. I I am in vibration with the frequency of abundance. I am in vibration with the frequency of inspiration. I am amazing. I love myself. I came here to do, not to see. I am taking action today. Thank you for taking this time to stay motivated.